I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. How are you? How are you? Hi, ladies. How are you? Good to see you. Good to see you. Oh, you're looking well. We're here well. at the Chateau Spa mm-hmm. in, oh, in Wayne, New Jersey. I didn't know you'd be here. Uh, Oh, hi, Jacqueline. Hi, I was just coming here to get my nails done. I thought I'd come in and get my nails done and a little pedicure. And here I am with you you now. Can I sit here? Can I sit next to you? (laughs) Hi. Hi. Welcome (laughs) to Sex Unique Podcast. I'm worried. I'm terrified. (laughs) Worried for you. I'm worried for for myself. Everyone. You just it's been went, a while. Hi. Hi. I put my I pointed my foot and put my hand lightly on my knee. Hello. Hello. 
We're just both excited. We were catching up. We haven't seen each other in a few weeks. No, we've been away. You were traveling. I've been traveling. I've we've been, been having to do mobile episodes. So happy, we're reunited. Ha, 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 happy belated Thanksgiving. I hope everyone had a great time with their families and then posting. My favorite thing is people on social media and like Twitter always like post like exaggerated dysfunction of their family during the holidays. Mm-hmm. That's like my favorite like pet peeve. Mm-hmm. There people- was n- very little dysfunction. There's little to no dysfunction in my family this holiday. Yeah. Which was nice. But do, do you know what I'm talking about? There's like a yeah. trend of people being like two hours in and my nephews already asked me if I'm single. Oh, God, you're like, yeah. okay, like, get it. Or Everyone's like, single. two hours in and I'm already, t- it's like, and, there, and then it gets like 45,000 retweets. Yeah. The only thing controversial my mom said this Thanksgiving is she referred to Will Smith as a washed up comedian. Wow. Comedian. <laughs> yeah. I was like, did he do comedy? World? No, I don't think so. Wow. Well, you know, everyone has an opinion. I love that opinion. He's he's I don't think he's washed up just yet. Um, Maybe. I mean, his movies are the last few movies he's done are they're pretty washed up. That new one with did that even come out? I think it came and went. Oh, Gemini shit. Man. No, it hasn't come out yet. Really? Has it? It must have. Are you have you Mandela? We were talking about. Well, I thought that it came out. Or it was going to, but then they canceled it, and then they were pushing it back or something like that. Is this a Mandela effect moment? This might be a Mandela effect. Because I don't think it's come out yet, but you do. I truly think it's come out. Are we existing in two different timelines? Yes. I'm in another dimension. You're in another timeline, and I'm on a timeline where Gemini Man has not come out. You're in a timeline where Gemini Man is being tapped for oscars 2021 there's buzz there's a ton of buzz there's, F- there's fyc billboards around mm-hmm. sunset boulevard you're two years into the future because they've wow. shelved gemini man and they're not letting it come out until like next year's award season wow they're shelving it and rebooting it as a mini series and doing a whole emmys run well hopefully there's a timeline when terminator dark fate has slayed the box office and is like nearing to bill truly we after dark people? fate flopped i don't, I don't know what to believe because i thought i had a really good handle on i think things. me and you were, were the only people and simon the three of us were the only people that saw it we were <laughs> we literally were i was so disappointed Remember? i was so disappointed we were like we were like it's gonna sell out it's gonna be I truly i was like I felt inspired after seeing the trailer the first time i had full body chills wow and then the next day I got up and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go work the fuck out. I want to be an action star. Mackenzie I want to be like Davis. Mackenzie Davis style. I'm going to be just one like of Linda Hamilton's ass. arms. Yeah. And I was just like so excited and felt jazzed in a way that I hadn't felt jazzed in so long. Yeah. Then saw the movie was even more jazzed than sinewy as fuck everyone. Yeah. And then it was just a mega flop. Gemini man did come out. Okay. Thank God. October 11th. Wow, that really came and went. Wow, what's up with these like big movies? I don't know coming out and then going Honestly, away. The, the Terminator biggest... was good. Great, it was great. There's Gemini no... Man, TBD. I'll watch it on a plane. Yeah, but I there... won't. I won't engage. Okay. But I love that. Um, it feels like the biggest movies now are are like indie, like indie movies, indie movies, and then Marvel movies, like Ari Oster movies. I feel like have bigger buzz than like 
studio big studio like big yeah when is his when is his next movie Uh, i need it i need it i tried to watch the irishman oh it really proved challenging for me i Mm -hmm. fell right asleep it's like three hours it's three hours and maybe like 47 minutes or three hours and 20 minutes or something anna paquin has like eight lines oh i didn't know that she was in it (laughs) i didn't get that far i was really excited about all the like jersey-ness in there and then it slowly lulled me into a summer from which I could not escape. <laughs> I was kept trying to like wake up and like zone in on it, mm-hmm. but I couldn't do it. And so I haven't revisited yet. I'm hopeful that under maybe different circumstances I could get into it, but I'm watching the Godfather right now. There's nothing like the Godfather. So I'm, uh, my boyfriend had never seen it. So we're watching, Ugh. we've been watching in like, it's like you can watch it over a few nights. Mm-hmm. What a, a beautiful movie fucking diane keaton diane keaton godfather and godfather 2 are truly excellent epic godfather fantastic 3. godfather 3 i really loved because i loved sofia coppola and i bridget. thought that she was so great and bridget but yeah godfather k corleone is one of my favorite characters she's ever. she's one of the best characters of all time because she's she's kind of like carmella mm-hmm. she gives she she benefits from it yeah she gives into the devil a little, but then she, at the end, she can't take it anymore. She can't do it. She can't take it anymore. God, I want to rewatch. Now I'm going to rewatch Godfather. Yeah, it's a good one. Also, like Al Pacino seen- is fucking so hot, so beautiful, stunning. He's also like five two, and it doesn't I know, matter. But I don't even he's care. Just so hot, the way he sits, and like the way his when he has that that bruised face, and he has mm-hmm. that black eye when he's in Italy. It's fucking hot, and <sighs> his beautiful wife his beautiful wife and i love where they got married whenever i saw the first time i saw godfather i was like i want that wedding like exactly so sad so sad yeah i love how he he just met her choice he was like i'm marrying your daughter yeah he just saw her somewhere and he goes back to k i know i'm k (laughs) (laughs) like i am that's me you are diane keaton i am you were one in the same but like that's just me like oh i'll tell you um what would i watch oh you know what i watched on netflix the did we talk about the bikram documentary no but i watched that fucking insane (laughs) insane wow and why isn't there's not more buzz about it i don't understand yeah i don't know it's a really important movie everyone if you haven't watched it it's trigger there's trigger warning it deals with like sexual assault and me too shit and yeah so just prepare yourself and you know it's it's hard to watch but i think it's important to watch this has been going on for a long time though like people have been trying to do like a bikram takedown and like vanity fair wrote a lot about him and um and and like all the shit came out years ago i didn't know that he like i didn't know it was operated out of la yeah there was like the huge bikram studio i used to drive by it all the time i used to it's kind of like beverly hills adjacent and yeah. so i used to live down there when i first moved here whoa but i used to do bikram yoga in chicago like over 10 years ago when i lived there it's Jeez. like a full thing and now Total i think no i don't think any studios brand themselves as like bikram anymore no, they, remember they, it's all like hot yoga yeah. i've done hot yoga. i did hot yoga once but um and he's still practicing i know and like the craziest part is that he got away and just like is international now yeah and no one the i love the this movie in the documentary spoiler alert but not really they're like pleading with the da of wasn't like los angeles Beverly Hills. yeah to like 
or extradite L- him. Not the DA of Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> the DA of Los Angeles, but she won't. She, she won't, won't do extradite it. him and like what does he have over the i don't know his influence goes so deep though it's crazy but they call out the da here yeah i she, love a call out she, in she the middle of the anything. documentary it's really bizarre i don't get it because he also he's so shady he owes a ton of money to the woman who used to work for him that sued him he, he owes, owes her like millions of dollars 10 million dollars yeah like six to ten mil yeah. and then he like moved all that money his wife to like his wife like he shadily got out of pain which is like truly the cuntiest thing you can do if you go through a legal battle if you go through legal hell and you're found guilty and you owe someone money and then you just flee and then you just flee and like shadily move the money around you're a bad person he's a terrible well obviously he's he's a terrible person for many other reasons but also him being like i'm so broke but then his kids all getting like new cars and then he's like oh they're owned by the state of california i know because like he is he's he's a total real scammer also like the fact that he didn't even make up those posts yeah and that gay that guy that gay guy that gay guy being like (laughs) i published a book to prove that he's like he did not do that yes back in india like this guy who like studied with him and like clearly has hated him for decades Mm -hmm. because he Bikram branded yoga as if he came up with it, but it was his guru. His his, his guru taught him all the positions. And this other this other student, who's also like the best yoga person in the world, who like is like I th- assuming is this gay guy in India who like gets totally queens out at the end. It's like <laughs> I he fucking came for him. He's like going like this with his finger. She had the receipts. She had. <laughs> she full. All the receipts are shown on screen in a book. And she and I love when he was like laughing. <laughs> And he was like, I got him. Yeah. He was just waiting for his moment to like bust him for being a fraud. But that really didn't slow any yoga lovers down no. because he's still doing these like. How about that one woman who was like, he's going to have his comeback. Yeah. I'm like, honey. Who looked like Francis Fisher. Like, why are you so invested? God, those women were really brave, though. And that and then that that one guy who was like her, the one victim's friend and mm-hmm. was like crying about it because he was like he was like my father i think people and especially like white people love it when like like a guru steps in and i think it's even and tells them what to do and tells them what to do and is like harsh it's like tough love with them yeah yeah because he really just like berated people berated people publicly but then it's like makes you feel special because like they care about you and they're noticing you and he was really good at branding himself as like this kind of powerful like guy. But he said it's he all was, smoke. It's just all fake. He said he was the smartest person to ever live. Mm-hmm. And he had a air air conditioning vents on his pouring on him at all times. I and love his, that. And his throne. Mm-hmm. On a literal throne. Yeah. I wish that I had taken one of his yoga classes, TBH. Because I never did. Like, it would have been interesting to just see. Have him, like, stand on you. I don't want him to stand on me. I'm not that. I'm not, like, flexible enough for that. But what kind of fucking, like, creepy dominance is he doing? Like, that's all. Yeah. It's my, like, white woman weirdness. Yeah. That's, like, needs a creepy dominant. Yeah. To, like, tell me to, like, get into downward dog. Yeah. But, God, when that other yoga guy came through with the receipts, (laughs) I was, like, cheering. (laughs) I'm like, it took you long enough. But I know. I'm glad you're here. But he, because he was like authentically practicing yoga, yeah, in India, mm-hmm. and like doing it the way that his the the real teacher 
who seemed like a really nice guy. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, but I feel like every so often Netflix comes out with like a like Wild Wild Country. I think was like low key, um, for a while, and then all of a sudden erupted. So I hope this happens for Bikram, where it's yeah. like just because Wild Wild Country. Do you know I've never finished Wild Wild Country? Really? Yeah, I just like couldn't really get into it. Uh, I maybe need to like circle back. I was that had me from the start. I need more. Like I hope and I pray for all the listeners and for all of us that we are able to connect with gurus that really like help us. Like J.R. Knight or the the gay yogi. No, no, no. The um who Salma Hayek follows. Oh, yeah, Jay Z. Yeah, Jay Z Knight. <laughs> Jay Z Knight. We need a guru in What's that? thigh high boots and a floppy hat. What's that cult called? Ramtha. Ramtha. Yeah. We need a Ramtha doc. We. I need a Ramtha doc. Should we go to that town in Oregon and do a live podcast? Yes, it's in Washington. We'll go to the restaurant Yelm? where she comes in with her like assistant. Who's no oh, that that celebrity that was on the soap opera? Yeah. What's her name? Linda Evans. Linda Evans. And they like sit her down best friend in the middle of the restaurant, and she has with a their hat on. floppy hats and thigh high boots. We're going. We've got to go. Should to we yell? Like we that? go. Mm-hmm. Should I get a thigh high? Yeah. Okay. I'm ready to like. Immerse. I'm ready for a Ramtha takedown. Yeah, I'm ready for more. I need more culty takedowns. But then I also am like in search of a guru. So if anyone has a good guru, I'm ready for a Hillsong doc. I'm ready for, uh, um, what's the other one that really freaks me out? Oh, uh, landmark landmark. Yeah. I need that. Did you watch the Tony Robbins documentary? No, I didn't watch that. That's a crazy documentary. Cause he also got me too. No. Yeah. Okay, great. But he has, he has that tough love thing too where he like calls you a piece of shit mm-hmm. and like makes you call your family in front of 600 people. And then tell them what? Like you're done with them Th- or like that you're like you're over something that they've done or like makes they make you like he made someone in the documentary. I'm not going to spoil it, but I'll spoil this part. Okay. He makes someone break up with their partner wow. in, in front of everyone. Whoa. Yeah. That's next level. And he has a wife who's like really like intense. Oof. They and always do. Like, she's like, she looks like Connie, Connie Britton kind of like <sighs> that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotta watch that. Um, what else? Did I, oh, the crown, the crown. Yeah. You said that you weren't like wowed by it. I, I ended up being wowed by it. Okay. Love that. Um, it was great. It was very dark. And I think they, the family does not come off as likable, mm-hmm. which I think was cool that they like did that because it was pretty real. And Olivia Coleman's amazing. And Helen Bottom Carter's just like sloshing around with like cigarettes and perfect. Fucked up all the time. And then Camilla Parker Bowles comes in. I'll take it. Yeah, I was kind of like, what? She's kind of like because she was like around before Diana, right? Oh yeah, I know they were fully in love, but she was married to a guy that his sister Charles's sister was fucking Princess Whoa. Anne. So like they were like they were just like swapping. Rather, yeah, it was Whoa. a little weird. That is weird. Um, wait, what was I gonna say? What did you send me that has to do with Teresa and Joe? Oh no, a friend of mine, our mutual friend Carrie. Mm-hmm. 
messaged me that she was watching House of Yes with Park. You know, have you seen that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is Joe and Teresa's house. No, Joe Gorga, but that's a different season. But for anyone who knows, when Joe Gorga comes into the picture, there's like weird tension between. Oh, him and Teresa. Teresa. Yeah, they are. They have really weird brother sister tension. Confusing tension. Yeah. Um, Miss Joe Gorga. Is he's he comes in season three? Yeah, he's still there. Okay, he's so cute. He's hot. He is. He's just a little meatball. He's a little meatball with he's a shaved so, head. He's tiny and compact. His body's insane. You know he like cross dresses too. Yeah. He's oh yeah, like down to clown. He gets down. Yeah, they're open. I love it. Um, speaking of open, speaking of open, the gates, the gates open. of hell have opened up. Vita Öffnen. Open again. I really love Danny's soundbite of when he goes, we're in for a surprise. We'll see who's in for a surprise. Like when he's fully gone Pennywise levels of crazy. Yeah. Clown. Clown. Cloin. Um, so we start with. Gia. The opening, the, for some reason, the music was, they used different music for the opening and it sounded like a 90s porn. It was weird. It was like. This episode was kind of weird. It was very kid focused. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was, it was a bottle drugs. episode. It was. Of just like kids shenanigans. Yeah. It was like the, it's like the spinoff episode of the, of the season. I wish there had been a spinoff of like all the kids. Oh yeah. I want, why don't they make a spinoff of all Teresa and Joe's daughters now? They will. I need that. Well, they're doing, I think they're doing a whole Italy. Like a visit to Italy episode. I think so. Or just like mini season special. Well, this, the new season of New Jersey's airing now. Is it good? Are you I watching it? Watch. I haven't watched it either. Sorry. Sorry I'm going I'm busy. to. I'm busy with to. vintage New Jersey. Been... <laughs> I'm busy. I'm busy with vintage 2009 New Jersey. Oh, you like the show? It's vintage. It's vintage. Um, well, I could watch an entire show about the sisters Judice. <laughs> Is it Judice or Judice? I feel like they change it every other year. I think now it's Judice, but it used to be Judice. Okay. I'm going to say Judice. Readers, help me out because I truly get confused. I think it's been every form of pronunciation and I don't know what its current iteration is. So Teresa's bringing (laughs) Gia Judice (laughs) to... to an acting school. An acting class. Yeah. Because she's she's going to read lines for a new Christian Slater movie. Mm-hmm. Which, what movie do you think that I don't was? Know. I feel like there was like a horror movie maybe yeah. that he was in that came out. But then we find out that Gia auditioned for a role with The Rock. Oh, yeah. In season one. And didn't get it. Which is actually the biggest mistake that studios ever made. i know because she was born to play opposite dwayne johnson well we come to find out it's because she's not booking stuff because of her accent but i'm like okay fuck that agent that tells her that oh it exists talent management exists talent management which is literally like a melrose yeah like strip mall vibe i don't know where it's somewhere in a suburban new jersey downtown it's really awful but well first she goes to this acting class the teacher has like that teacher is not to be trusted. That teacher had major like... I wrote, I don't trust with two underlines under the don't. I wrote, he's a baseball cap dad. He looks like a baseball cap dad with an open 
open secret drinking problem at a town basketball game that's so true he <laughs> like also everyone knows like oh it's they're... like a grifter that came into town and like rebrand he's a dirty john energy he's the music man he is the music he's harold man. hill and the music man he coming into town with a bunch of like yeah with a bunch of like team. instruments yeah. and then being like look at me i'll make a kid a star <laughs> and yeah. then like all these parents sign their kids up which is a five kids go to this acting school Gia walks in and they're doing like stretching with him which i was like "Mm." i would not leave my child alone in a room with that man period he looked like the yeah no it's an absolute no for me dog so teresa's sitting outside in the waiting room with the other parents and she's like trying to psych them out she's she goes into full intimidation mode she's like like, jazz auditioning for the new christian slater movie and she's like Anyone Any else? of your kids Any doing of your that kids too? doing it? And this blonde woman is like, mm-hmm. she's like, yes, yes, we're doing it too. But it's also really clear who the true star is in the room, in every room. And Gia. it's the Dujites. Yeah, they know. They know. And and Teresa's going, do you know, does your kid know all the lines yet? And the woman's like, oh, not yet, not all of them. And she's like, Gia just knows them. She was doing them all last night and she just remembers everything. <laughs> Love I like Gia. barely have to even give a, give a line rehearsals because she just picks them up so fast she just knows them all she's been saying them them since last night she Mm -hmm. just has them Teresa goes into a full monologue yeah and all the parents just watch her yeah and Teresa actually performs like the best I thought you were gonna say the real star is Teresa well she is the real star these parents like don't know what hit them when Teresa entered the room and sat down and immediately launched into a monologue about her daughter Gia Teresa's acting in Melania's music video was very good. It was good. It was convincing. Melania's music video was an A plus for me. Teresa, it was great. The song's great. The video's great. The execution's amazing. Teresa was natural. She came in. She convinced me. She's a star. She's a star. This family is a family of superstars. Teresa is actually realizing in this moment that she wanted to be an actor. Yeah. And she's kind of like, that's the subtext under what she's saying. It's very like, Chekhovian mm-hmm. where she talks a lot about Gia and how what a natural Gia is but underneath it all you can see Teresa coming to terms with the fact that it was her all along it should have been me it should have been me um so I wrote the other parents are living sad lives <laughs> they just look really like they do they look like their lives are bad they're in like the audition hustle with their kids yeah like what a dark depressing life to lead Teresa is like having fun yeah and just like driving and she gets something out of it because she gets filmed yeah. doing this so it's like part of her storyline for the work that she does Teresa's it's not being... just like you're a sad yeah overweight parent or like brutally thin just like hoping your kid gets a role so mm-hmm. you can like siphon off 10% of their money. Just eating Dunkin' Donuts like on the go. Yeah, it's like I can't. Uh, yeah, Teresa is like, she's being pursued by the IRS, but she's not going to let No, she does not show. let that get to her no. whatsoever. She's like, my daughter's auditioning for a Christian Slater role. Mm-hmm. She's like, literally she's natural. the she, FBI she is does, after me. She does modeling too, but acting's really picking up. Yeah. Um, Things of the brownstone. Okay, Caroline... <laughs> <laughs> Caroline's sorry. No, I was going to say they're biz as usual, but everyone's thrown by Danielle's. Well, first we see them like going about Lauren. The kids are all like helping with the wedding and you hear Caroline go, people think the brownstone is an overnight (laughs) success. But I was like, 
Okay. Literally no one thinks that. I said, that. do we live in a reality where people in a region wonder, a certain region wonder about a banquet hall at all times? No. Like everyone in this, apparently, according to Caroline, everyone in this universe, readers from this area, is this is this true? But like, I'm from New Jersey and like, I didn't, I'm from South Jersey, which has a lot of Italians, has like banquet halls. And I didn't go... I didn't wonder about banquet halls, about the origins. And like, <laughs> and like begrudging a banquet hall for being like a popular banquet hall. People like, think God the- damn it. They just got lucky. The overnight success of that banquet yeah. hall. Apparently in this world, like everyone's like, when did the brownstone really get success? What's going on here? But I think it's her, lo- her very coded way of saying like everyone is wondering if the brownstone is like a money laundering fraud. <laughs> yeah. Which I would, if that's the case... Then yes. Then yes. Everyone be, but, is wondering that. But I'm not thinking about like, there was like a banquet hall like five miles from me that like I, my swim team had a ban- And I, I wasn't like, hmm, the landmark bank, you know, the landmark in. Yeah. No. No one gives it's a so shit weird. about the brownstone. People at the people think the brownstone <laughs> is an overnight success and it's taken years of blood, sweat, and tears Jeez. for that to happen. If overnight is 30 years in the making, yeah. I guess. <laughs> If, if by overnight success you mean a long, simmering 30 years of blood, sweat, and tears from my baby, Albert, then yeah. Blood, sweat, and tears and killing anyone that got in my way, moving call money it, for the cartel, yeah, anything. The they blood. call it an overnight success if you want, but it's it's a real it's 30 years affair. in the making. But yeah, so they're all rattled by da- Danielle. There's one scene where Chris gets berated by a lady, and I was really like, more yeah, power to you, this lady who's demanding that they fit another round table in a place where a round table won't fit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it won't fit there. And she's like, well, I said put it there. Can you get it through your thick skull that I want a round yeah. table? And I was like, amen. Did she say thick skull? She said like they had thick skulls. Wow. She was not lying. I'm here for her. The boys, Manzo, their skulls are abnormally thick. Totally. But I wanted her to be... I wanted her to like have then her have show. the show just pivot and follow her for the like, rest of the time. Like Vanderpump. Yeah. Like what is she preparing for? What is this event? Mm-hmm. She feels really comfortable like talking to service people this way. Yeah. Like I'm intrigued by her journey. Like let's go. Um, Chris goes to his dad's office and he talks about how he got called a faggot by Danny. Yeah. And when he says it, it's not bleeped out. But then when Danny said it, yeah. it was. So it's only Bravo bleeps it out if someone's saying it as, like, a derogatory? as a derogatory diss. But then everyone else in this episode said faggot like four times. Mm-hmm. This was the faggot episode. This was called just like Real everyone Housewives of really? New Jersey season two, episode six. Faggot. <laughs> everyone was really comfortable saying it. Like everyone, I felt like they were like, "Well, they're saying it. I'm gonna say it." Because everyone probably says it all the time. Yeah, but That's not on was, the air, and then they no. get, not getting in trouble for it. But it's like they were like, "Oh, thank God!" Like we can finally we rest can finally easy. say faggot. Yeah, because everyone is just waiting, and then they're like, "All right, well, they're saying it, so I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna repeat it." Yeah, and by repeating it, I'm gonna be able to say. It. There seemed to be a lot of needing to clear up what's okay to say and call mm-hmm. people. And what's not okay to say and call people. Yeah. In like the LGBTQ mm-hmm. at all community. Well, we'll talk about that soon. But yeah, we'll a, get to a, that. But yeah. it, they brought up some really good talking points mm-hmm. and really created the grounds for a, yeah. a lively debate. I loved it. I loved it. But yeah, it was like, it was. So just... Danny gets bleeped out. That's why I didn't catch him saying that in the last episode because they bleeped it out. Yeah, he was like, Chris. That pansy. Skins. What did he say? He's the, like, weak. He's a he's a faggot. 
And Danielle just is like mute. Danielle was Kim like. Kim G's eyes were like. Kim G was like. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> but yeah, it was like, it, it was a very strange, like, yeah. It's there, weird how. This franchise, is, there are like. I mean, we'll talk about it. Their etiquette around what's oh, like what, around what's okay? homophobic slurs. Yeah, they're like they're all they're all pretty homophobic. Oh, for sure. And also, it's like I'm sorry, but Chris Manto does not care that no. Danny methed out. Danny called him a faggot. No, he does not give a shit. No, because he says I that really, word. I truly thought. <laughs> Because they had a talking heads moment with him, and he was it was on the heels of him like telling his dad about what Danny said, and he was like, "I don't in any way, shape, or form." And I thought he was gonna be like, "I'm not gay," and like defend it. And I was like, "No, he is not." And then yeah. he didn't. He was like, "I don't want to like talk about Danielle. I don't want anything to do with her." Yeah, he's like, "I don't like." He's not scum. impressed. No, she truly came to that event and stirred up so much drama out of literally thin air oh so then we cut to chateau jacqueline's pulling up with her baby in tow to go get a pedicure she's mm-hmm. like she needs a, a little moment for herself she at, needs at some the me chateau. time and she goes so here i am sitting at the chateau just getting and in walks kim g kim g walks up to the the reception she goes how are you <laughs> how are you <laughs> Could you squeeze me in for a Manny and Petty? And they're she like, "Is it yes. a manicure if you have time?" And like, time. kind of wiggles her fingers yeah. at them. She—that's her powers. That is her powers. She's she's hypnotizing them. Chateau looks like a twenty-four-seven like Christmas a Christmas store. Show? Yeah, yeah. It looks like a diner. I kind of like it, but it also is like it looks like a cracker. Where are you barrel. getting these <laughs> pedicures? Like they're in just one room with like two chairs and a curtain and a curtain it's so dark in there and it like really weirds me out it looks like a cracker barrel yeah it is very cracker barrel energy i applied to christmas tree shop when i lived with my parents I did you get, get it. it no fuck I, I applied to the yankee candle store i applied to starbucks <laughs> i didn't get any of them <laughs> turned away from yankee candles is truly the woman was like <laughs> we're not hiring I mean, this was 2011. Yeah, but still, that's I was like, really rude. I am. I know candles. Yeah, you know sense. Been great. You would have been amazing at Yankee Candle. It was like this middle-aged woman was just like, <laughs> no. God, their loss. Their loss. I got them now. I got them now. I'm. St- you hear that, Yankee? You hear You'll that? You'll never get Cary O'Donnell. Never, never, never. You will never win. You will never touch you my family. Never win. Um, so Kim finds Jacqueline's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Kim's <laughs> she plops slithers in and plops her Hi, down. Jacqueline. I love a Kim G surprise. Mm-hmm. She comes in and she goes, oh. <laughs> oh, you're in here? Oh, you're in here. Mind if I sit? Oh, I had no idea. Mind if I sit down next to you? And Jacqueline's like, yeah, it's fine. And God. then like her baby starts crying. And- Why? Okay. Do they just have childcare at Chateau or she just pa- passed her baby off to like a worker? Oh, okay right or do they have like i thought that she just came in and gave her baby to like one of the workers there and was like you take him i think jacqueline goes there like three times a week okay but she goes with a nanny and then i mean i'm assuming or maybe she she just trusts the cat maybe the cashier is also her babysitter Mm -hmm. and she just 
seemed really like friendly transaction. Yeah. The passing of the baby back and forth. Well, Dina used to work there. So I think the Manzo, the Lolitas have strong ties Mm -hmm. to his chateau. Got it. Um, Okay. So the chateau is also part of their money laundering. For sure. Businesses. Also, uh, Jacqueline's pedicures look like Uma Thurman in the movie Hysterical Blindness. (laughs) It's a deep cut. Mm -hmm. I was like into their pedicures for them. Yeah. Yeah. But Kim... Because Jacqueline's like, I love that she's like, something dark. And then they're like, sparkles are really... And she's like, sparkles. Yeah. And then it ended up being like, something dark with sparkles, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Jacqueline's kind of like, I heard Danielle called my nephew a faggot. Mm -hmm. And Kim G's like, you know, I was... I I didn't... uh, I'm going to talk to her about it. I, I'm very disturbed by that. You know, because Chris is, Chris is my son's best friend. He's my best friend. And and she's like, so I'm going to... And then Jacqueline's like, good luck talking to her about it. because She's literally going to freak out. She's going to freak out the minute you like question her or critique her. It's a, da- it's she a rips losing her head battle. Off. Yeah. Danielle cannot take it. And, and Kim's like, well, I'm, I'm going to say something. Mom, your funeral. Jacqueline's like, good luck. Then we cut to Danielle, and Danielle goes, Kim G is throwing me my first adult birthday party. Which is like... That's not true. And she also goes, my good friend, Kim G. What is an adult birthday party? I don't know. And I'm like, that's not... Like, clearly your husband threw you... Like, you were married for a while. Like, Is it... It's not your first birthday party as an adult. No, I think she is. I think she's saying... I think she's... So she's never... She's saying that she's never had a birthday party since she hit the age of 18. No one ever threw her a birthday party ever again. I don't believe... It's a lie. She is truly Tony Soprano's mom. Oh. She is Livia. Like a victim? Yeah. Total victim. She's like... I. She's. She thinks that everyone's going to kill her. She she has this narrative that she's like put upon and like she's never been appreciated. Yeah, I've never been appreciated. My first adult birthday party. She's like forty eight. Yeah, she's had very a lot of birthday parties. You have two teenage daughters. Your I'm sorry if you were a stripper, you've had a lot of birthday parties. (laughs) Yeah, you. She had like cartel people paying for her birthday parties. Yeah, people really loved having you around. You've had birthday parties. Yeah, my first adult birthday party thrown by my. Just like getting into the Danielle mindset. It's like you like my, a mouth thing. And it really good, takes me right there. My, <laughs> my My good friend Kim G is throwing me my f- <laughs> My good friend Kim G is throwing me my first adult birthday party and I'm very excited about it. Okay. Also the birthday party is in like a hotel ballroom also what were you drinking like at that Hilton birthday Garden party Inn. they were drinking, they were drinking like, like cyanide like, they were <laughs> like they were drinking like gatorade with ghb in it which i've done yeah That's they what were it like they were like they were like swirling together. they were <laughs> they were dosing Drink. and not everyone had the blue and purple drinks like some people had actual champagne but then looked, kimji comes up with a full wine goblet full of blue and a few of the other women had it too and then danielle had one with like a light purple and they were Potions. i believe you they were fully like doing g yeah and and it, or it looked like pixie stick like I used to put like pixie stick liquid like in, in, your, in like, water, wine? and it would or, get. It was weird. It, it was, was like colored so water, but then weird. I was like, "Why would they drink colored water?" And it's not a cocktail. There's no ice in there. So also, I was like, "Did they put food coloring in their wine?" Also, I had a first. One of my first thoughts was, "I don't know what this just came to me." I went dark wind duck. 
<laughs> when I saw the, that green, I don't know why I thought of that. Did he drink that? I don't know. I just thought of Darcy. It, it triggered like a old yeah. some memory. But anyway, so Kim G comes over and she. I wrote, God, Danielle knows how to swindle. <laughs> she really does. She's, she's such a hustler. She's such a hustler, and also like Kim G was basically like, I'm sure Kim G's paying for their glam. Oh yeah, and all her friends are probably Kim G's friends. Yeah, so and has. Danielle has the balls to get like defensive and rude when yeah. Kim G is like, maybe Danny wasn't the best escort. And Danielle is truly like flips her shit. Well, first Kim G's like, yeah, she's like, I'm upset. She's like, you know, I just have to talk to you. Yeah. About Danny. She goes about Danny and Danielle goes, Danny, Danny. She can't like, she can't remember who, who possibly Danny could be yeah, that goes, Kim G's talking about. She goes, Danny, Danny. Pomisano? Benny Pomisano. <laughs> what was his name? Yeah. It's like... And Kim Danny. G's like, yeah, fucking Danny. Yeah, Danny. Who we raised hell with a, at a cancer benefit for an infant. <laughs> that threatened everyone there to like break their legs if they didn't get us tables. And, and goes, called my be- my son's best friend a faggot. That she, Danny. I like how she goes, faggot and all that. <laughs> Kim G said faggot that. and all that. And then Daniel goes... She goes, I'm not the one who called him that. And she's like, I'm not... She's like, Danielle, that's not the point. The point is that... The guy that you brought was so he was cavalier about the way he, like, so casual and like self righteous about saying it. And that's my son's best friend. And I have to, like, I have to protect this relationship. Yeah. Like, I can't, like, let whatever's going on with you affect them. And Danielle goes, I'm a gay advocate. He wasn't calling a gay man a faggot. <laughs> I love. I'm that. a gay advocate. I love that. Such a dated term, too. And she goes, I was offended, but I was also being protected in the lion's den. <laughs> I was under protection. So what does that have to do with yeah. anything? And and Kim G's like, I just want to make sure, like, were you offended that he said? And she goes, yes, I was offended. But what was I to say? I was, I was under, I was under protection. Danny was my, my, my safety that night. Like, so you can't just be like, hey, don't say that. Yeah. Well, I guess with Danny, you can't really rein him in. And then Danielle starts going like, are you siding with the Manzos now? And she goes, she says, watch your legencies. <laughs> liege. My liege. Danielle gets really lit up. At that. Watch your. Watch your, your legencies. And she starts getting like. Don't ever say that to me. Don't ever say. Don't you cross me with this family. She goes. They have put me through, ha- and, and Kim G's like, okay, let's just get to this fucking awful birthday party that I just spent like eight grand on. Yeah, like happy fucking birthday. Happy birthday. You I got bitch. you a glam. All you school. had to do was be like, yeah, that was out of line. Yeah. I'll talk to him about it. I'm a gay advocate. I'm a gay advocate. He wasn't calling a gay man a faggot. That's like a very LVP thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've always been, you do it better. I've always been. An, an advocate. advocate for the LGBTQ community. That's like whenever Jack says something, that's yeah. how Lisa reacts. Yeah. Like when Jack's recently... <laughs> recently called someone like gay. No, he called someone like a gay wad on social media. He also was like talking about Jewish people. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was like really confused about Jewish traditions. Yeah. And then like people were like, uh, anyway. <laughs> that's a whole other Jack's on Twitter words. is... You know what? We did have... Blo- did he block you? Yeah, I've been blocked... <laughs> I've been blocked by him for a while now, but not on Instagram, only on Twitter, which is fine. Yeah. That's where you really want to see. Yeah, I know. Is he still doing his terrible, like, 
comedy i don't know i just can't check in. <laughs> i really i don't i have to, enough to deal with in the day-to-day i can't like handle Jax's comedy bits in his instagram mm-hmm. stories um watch your legencies so don't ever G- say that to me so they're, danielle's rattled as fuck they're definitely in like jersey city at like the hilton garden Inn. yeah in a ballroom in, in, like a fucking ballroom where they have like corporate like retreats the real power move would have been to do danielle's birthday party at the brownstone oh yeah that would have been they should have done that they should have waited danielle should have been like i'm not gonna go to this infant like benefit i think maybe i think i need my own event i will get you i will get you a check yeah and then and then i would have been like wow she's doing something right and then she'd be like by the way by the way i'm having my birthday party that would have been birthday like, blowout at the brownstone yeah and that's when shit could have really gone down but danielle doesn't know how to play her cards no she just like is flying by the seat of her pants at all times yeah she's i mean she knows how to hustle and swindle but she's doesn't do it like she's but she's like, like chaotic. that she yeah she's like not that great no. at it. like she is like a criminal at it like a dumb criminal yeah who she, like will get caught up or get caught in a lie or like her ego is too like she she can't like she can't get her house her husband to settle on her house like no. she, she doesn't know how to land it but she just is evil she just knows how to like fuck with people yeah that's what she does really well but not in a smart way where she then benefits hugely no it it makes her just it alienates her even more and makes her like more of a pariah she and danny are a match made in hell oh well we'll talk about that so dotty kim g's (laughs) mother-in-law which also is she younger she's like the same age as kim g they're the same age so it's like kim g married to like some young stud either that or it's like the stepmom. I'm unclear. I think it might be the step, like a second wife. Cause ha- there's, I think Kimji's husband is readers. I need you to clear this. Yeah. Up. Was Kimji married to some like hot, like young, like Italian wealthy man? Because the mother-in-law is the same exact age. As I think Kim even Jane. younger. Yeah. It was like, or is she the second wife of, of her, her age? age? symmetrical husband father yeah <laughs> age symmetrical <laughs> um you know what we were trying to say i wrote i wrote Dottie is nj queen regent mm-hmm. um Dottie comes up to they walk into this ballroom it's all clearly it's kim g's friends she was like just come to this fucking party yeah danielle's just you know she's like mm, mm. and then Dottie s- takes danielle and goes we need to talk Pulls her outside in the freezing cold on like the the Hudson River. Yeah, and, and Danielle, then they proceed and then to have a. Danielle has a breakdown. Kim G walks out with her little boots and her tights. <laughs> Kim G's legs. Her she little, loves little a little legs. like booty tight mm-hmm. combo. Her she and Dottie drag Kim Danielle out and they're like by the river and like the winds whipping on their face and Kim and they basically confront her about the they're like. Kim G's like, or Danielle's like, you're not being loyal to me. Mm-hmm. You you are basically a spy for the Manzos. She's like crying. She starts fucking crying. She's like immediately is like crying. She's like, you don't. She goes, what, what, pl- what pleasure this would give. You don't realize what pleasure this would give the Manzos to know that on my birthday. And then, and then, and then Dottie and Kim are like, who gives a shit? 
the Dottie's like, you care too much about them. She goes, I don't care about them at all. Don't say that. Don't I say don't that, Dottie. care about them. And it's yeah. like, yes, you do. They're like, you're maniacal about you're it. You're literally sobbing at your own birthday party right now. You're sobbing in on the river banks. That has truly <laughs> nothing to do at a, a thing that has really nothing to do with them, but you have now connected them to whatever it is you're sobbing about. Kimji was like, I was just protecting my son and his friend. I'm their friendship's very important to me. I have to like take their side first because it's my son. Can you imagine throwing this birthday for someone and then them acting like that to you? No. And then, and then they go back inside and Kimji clearly, I think Kimji at this point is like, I'm done. Yeah. But she's going to give one last hurrah with Danielle, but she's, I think Kim is starting to be like, I don't know about this girl. Yeah. And they're, they give a toast and Kim G goes, my dear good friend, Kim, thank you so much. And they go, may we be friends forever. And then Kim G goes, hopefully we'll stay friends. <laughs> she goes, I hope so. Danielle well, put a curse on her. Yeah. They hold the up their like, toast. They hold up their cyanide yeah. and then drank and then died and came back to life. But I love that. She goes, may our friendship be forever. And then, and then Kim G goes, I hope we have a long friendship. Hopefully. Yeah. Meanwhile, it exists model and talent, which I just wrote, excuse me. Well, first we go to, uh, Dina. Oh, Dina. She's done. Dina goes, cancer, especially children with cancer is very dear to my heart. <laughs> I was like, she so she has a clothing line. I want to like decline their their the sentences that <laughs> these people say. I want to like break it and like teach it in like an English you know class. When, yeah, you know when they like do like the adverb yeah, and the adjective yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. Like break it down. Mm-hmm. Cancer. Cancer. It's very dear to my heart, especially children with cancer. And what Danielle did was shameful and wrong. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. 
Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. But so Dina has like a clothing line though called Ladybug? No, it's a foundation. Oh, but there were shirts or something. Yeah, they're doing I think she does like fashion like they did one in season one. Okay. So she has like one of her employees over and I love whenever they talk to like teenagers mm-hmm. on the show. Yeah. This employee's like, what? She's wearing a huge crucifix. She tells the employee all about what Danielle did and how she's gonna go like confront her. She's like, I'm an unpaid intern. Yeah. And she's like, Sounds like high school drama. Yeah. She goes, You're right. It You're is right. So Dina's basically, she's going to confront Danielle. Yeah. So she's come, she's like, I'm going to call her up. I'm going, my sister thinks I'm crazy, but I'm going to call her and ask her. And ask her out to tell her that I never want to see her again. Yeah. Which is crazy. It's, Dina's a little. Dina's a little cuckoo. Yeah. She's a little too much following what Zen Jen has to say. Uh And I doubt Jen's true Zen. Dina might be in Ramtha. Dina would totally be in Ramtha. She lives in California. Maybe she lives on the border of California and Oregon. She's ready to ramp. Mm-hmm. Ramp shit up. Ramp shit up. So Teresa takes Gia to exist. And Ugh. the woman's like, Gia's not booking shit because of her accent. And Teresa is so offended. Teresa like can barely even like, she's almost speechless. Yeah. Like she just doesn't even understand. Like she cuts her talking head. She goes, 
I was born and raised in Jersey, and I like this is how people talk. Like she's I don't like, have an accent. I don't think I have an accent, so I don't really know what she's talking about with Gia. And the woman's like, I have an accent. You have like, and Teresa's like, like, we all know we're from Jersey. Like we all have accents. So she sets Gia up with a voice coach. Who I said look, she looks like a Chris <laughs> Farley character. <laughs> she does look like Chris Farley. Her hat. When I saw her hat, there's oh. why do the, all the acting teachers and like voice coaches have hats? I like, don't know. The hats that they choose to wear over her wispy hair, mm-hmm. which is like a toupee. She, totally, and she's she's trying to get Gia to like she's she's starting to like teach her about how to say like she's like why don't you say to say a, what does your dad have two big scary ones and she goes dogs dogs and she's like see that's the accent so she's like. Say it like a person from the Midwest would say it. And Gia's like, dog. dog. And then they just, Gia, you can tell, is also over it and no. like unclear on why she should be doing any of this. And so everything that this woman says, she just responds with the same word back to her. And it's truly just like a standoff. Yeah. I believe this went on for the full hour of the lesson. For sure. Nothing was learned. Teresa is like much quietly muttering to herself she's tr- like, she's not tracking Christ, i can't believe this shit she's feels she feels she's like i think it's having a jersey accent she's basically like i i'm proud i'm proud and i think it's ignorant to try to get rid of your jersey accent yeah and my daughter ain't changing for nobody and she's like gia was is not going to make it in hollywood with this accent that is a full-blown lie a and Fran also, Drescher. if you were a fucking good agent, you know what you would do is you would find the role for a child yeah. that has a Jersey accent and you would send Gia out on that mm-hmm. role. But maybe you're a little too lazy and you want the easy way out. <laughs> I'm pissed. She could have been the daughter of a mobster. Yeah, she. there's a lot of roles for a sassy... Lady Gaga has a little accent. Yeah. Accents are great. Fran Drescher. Mm-hmm. Come on. I hate the naysaying yeah. that's going on in this. They're trying to cut you down to size, and it's Maybe, not going to work. Is it? Is it the accent, or is she just doesn't think she is talented? Maybe both. Because <laughs> she is not that Gia good. Gia could not really get the. She didn't really know the she, words. Yeah. Gia is more like her skill lies in being like a personality. Yeah. I like her. She's ver- a reality. She's not yeah. to be a reality star or like a host. A host. Host. This woman goes, say, give me a cup of coffee. And she goes, give me a cup of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes, see, hear that? Coffee. And she goes, coffee. She goes, coffee. And she goes, coffee. And then it (laughs) just goes like that for the real. I wish that there was some footage like oh i want the whole reel of the entire lesson. Teresa's also just she's she's like, what? What's going on? Teresa doesn't get it. She doesn't understand acting coaches. She's like, why are we here? Mm-mm. This suddenly became really unfun for both of them. Um, then we cut to Danielle talk, muttering to her dogs about Danielle's these performing a, mo- a kitchen monologue, like about the the woman. <laughs> she reminded me of a front facing comedy video. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> she was, she doing was a trying bit. her hand. This was her <laughs> bit. You, you know, too, like she knows like the producers and the cameramen at this point, so she's trying to probably get them to like laugh. Yeah. And she's like, look at me. I'm talking to a dog. I'm just sitting in my kitchen. This is how worked up this family gets me. She goes, I don't want, I don't want your life. I have a great life. I have a perfect life. Why would I want that life? Why do I want those friends? Look at me. I'm in the kitchen. I'm talking to my dogs. I was like, okay. Okay. Get your like 
your outdoor furniture is inside. Also, get your dog shots. Yeah. They look that one those dog. Those dogs the, are unwell. Yeah. Those <laughs> dogs are not well. They are two paws in the grave. If you don't get them some shots, take them They're to the vet. Begging for a vaccine. They are begging to go to the vet. I've never seen creatures that have wanted more for a medical they intervention. They want to go to the vet so bad. They're like, please hook us up please. with several IVs. Deworm me. Deworm me. <laughs> I beg of you. Give me a booster shot. <laughs> so then Kim G comes over. And, and Danielle. Danielle, Danielle is having... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Danielle's so. been driven crazy by the Manzo family, specifically Ashley. Ashley Holmes, Teresa's daughter, is trolling her on social media, which Kim Danielle goes, the way Ashley's treatment of me on social media, she goes, it's the same as the KKK. She goes, it's positively terroristic. <laughs> she equates it to the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. So what people went through mm-hmm. when black people were terrorized and lynched by the Ku Klux Klan in the equivalent horrific of- hate crimes throughout all of like Jim Crow era and like beyond is, is a- what how Danielle feels when Ashley posted a Facebook update about her. This bitch needs to really get it together. She also says, like, she's equating that to Ashley saying, you have square tits and you look like the Grinch. (laughs) (laughs) Which is actually funny. Which is good, yeah. So Ashley's been terrorizing her. This was back when, like, trolling wasn't a word and, like, we didn't have a word for it. But, like, she's on social media. She's on Facebook. This is cyberbullying. She's cyberbullying. before we realized that cyberbullying is trolling. But this is, like... But we also learned that Danielle is trolling her back. So, yeah. But she's spinning These are like, two unhinged women who are engaging in like cyber wars with each other. Ashley sent her a text that said this. <laughs> or Ashley posted a comment or get a life. Stay away from my family. You're no good and fake in all caps. You try to act like you've changed. Like you're a changed person and all good and holy but at the end of the day, you, I, and God both know, spelled both. N-O. I like you, I, and God both. Yeah. <laughs> spelled N-O. Know where you're going. Dot, dot, dot. To hell. <laughs> bye. Love and light, bitch. Then Danielle sees bye, love and light, bitch. And she goes, bye, love and light, bitch. Where Is am I going? Threat? Where am I going? Is this a threat? <laughs> am I going to be Am go- I going to in- hell? Does I- she know that I'm about to be sent to hell? Is she going to send me there? And this is when I learned that Danielle is her two greatest fears in life are hell mm-hmm. and and being sent there. But also, like, what kind of life have you lived where, like, am you I going think, soon? You think that this Facebook quote is the equivalent of someone saying they're going to whack you? Yeah. Like, maybe she, if she is really afraid that Ashley is now threatening her life. She is way bigger fish to fry and like way more important people to worry about killing her. Because yeah. it's like, I don't it, know. Is I this, don't know. Does this mean I'm going there soon? Is that a threat? Is that a threat? Does this mean I'm, I'll be going to hell soon? Because Danielle knows she's going to hell. Yeah. She's like, but she doesn't want to. She's like, she's need, from hell. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to go there yet. She was birthed of Hades. But she, <laughs> but, but she's like, am I going there soon? But this narrative, it makes, okay, this is my theory that I came to. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, Danielle is obsessed with death. 
She's obsessed. She with wants death to die so bad. Yeah, and she's like, just, she's ready. She's ready. She's titillated. Every by day death. she wakes up, she's like, I'm going to die today. Yeah, and she's like, Who's gonna kill me today? And she likes to like be performative, scared about it. Who's but gonna really? Send me- that's how she gets off. And she's like, <laughs> she prays that like everyone. It's like UPS comes and drops off a package and says like bye, and she goes goodbye. What, what do you? What do you? What do you say? mean for that? Is that a threat? Are you threatening my life? Someone brings an edible arrangement to her house and she goes, are these poisoned? Yeah. Have you poisoned the chocolate glaze? They go, you enjoy it. it. And she goes, enjoy it. Is that a threat? <laughs> <laughs> have a nice, have a, have a great holiday. And she goes, oh, I'm, I'm having a great, I'm supposed to have a great holiday. Does that mean, <laughs> is there a surprise for me over the holiday? Her daughters are like, mom, will you try this? Like, want to try this pasta that I made? And she goes, oh. You want to try it on me first? You want me to die? You want me to... D- <laughs> You're trying to kill me? Is that it? Is Are that you trying it? to kill me? You're so mad at me. You want me to die? All Mom, right, I want to... the pasta. Can we go in the parking... The Dick Sporting Goods parking lot and do loops in the car so I can practice for my permit test? Oh, you want me to be in the driver's seat? You're going to drive straight into traffic? You're going to drive into incoming <laughs> traffic? Oh, you want to drive right into Dick Sporting Goods with me in the passenger seat and have me get impaled by a golf club sticking out of the... The rackets. You're trying to go to Dick's Sporting Goods, drive me there, you buy a gun at the counter, then you take it out and shoot me with it? That's what this is. Hmm. Is that a threat? It's like literally no one said that. Like, She's like suggesting yeah. to people how they could kill her. Yeah. Oh, you want to send me to hell? Because Danielle, her, she, has a, she has a bone to pick in hell mm-hmm. and she needs to go there to like, she's she wants... She, she has a bone to pick with Satan. <clears throat> yeah, so she's desperately trying to go back to hell. So she's begging oh. for anyone to just send her there. Does that mean I'm going to hell anytime soon? Is that what is that what Ashley's saying? Am I am I supposed to be going there very soon? I don't know. Is she going to send me there? Like maybe come over here and shoot me in the face and send me right to hell? Is that what she's saying? Is that a threat that she would send me to hell? Is she going to come up behind me with a pair of scissors and drive them straight into my eyeball and into my brain? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe send me right to hell. That would go pretty fast. <laughs> she want to drown me in a bathtub and send me right to hell? I don't I mean, I don't know these things. I don't know what she's capable of. Anything is possible. Oh, you're going to send me to hell? She just goes up to <laughs> random people at like a restaurant. Go, oh oh i hear you she walks by a table with at the at the preakness diner she walks up to like a, a constantly like, approaching oh, people at preakness asking them you're gonna send me to hell tonight she's like how was your meal are you thinking of sending me to hell <laughs> she has a bone to pick with baal she loves preakness she's haunting preakness she has a bone to pick with like one of the kings of hell and she needs to get there, but she the only she can't get there on her own. She's been cursed that she needs she needs someone to send her to hell. It's not even dying. They she, need to she, like, she wants to, to literally be sent to hell. Yeah. They need to like not only kill her, but also be like, go to hell and then like <laughs> stab her in the heart. Yeah, she goes up to someone. There's like a table, like a, a group of friends eating like <laughs> French onion soup at the preakness, and Danielle goes up, she walks up and she goes, Oh, you're all laughing about something? You're having a good night? And they're all like, yeah. And she goes, all right, well, I'm... <laughs> she goes... She goes, oh, you having a good night? You, you enjoying your soup? Well, I'll be sitting right over there with my daughters. If you want to come send me... <laughs> if you want to come you send like me to come, right to hell. You can come send me to hell. I'll be sitting right over there. Right over there at that table. See that little girl? You look over and Julie's like... 
She's really like, like oh, I roll. Christine's just I'll like, be sitting shaking. right over there. So at any point, if you want to come send me to hell, be my guest. Be my guest. I would come appreciate right it greatly. Fine. Finish your soup. Talk amongst yourselves. Decide who's going to be the one to send me to hell. <laughs> but I'll be sitting right over there. So if you if you get a sudden inspiration, I'll be right over there. And they're like, they're like, what is happening? What? Bye. They years later, they're like, remember when that woman approached us on your anniversary? And, and all of a sudden, Danielle comes out of nowhere. <laughs> she's like, what was that? I heard that you were ready to send me to hell. <laughs> she she literally goes. She takes out the yellow pages and calls like mom and pop shops in northern New Jersey. She Hi. every night she opens up her yellow pages and just does. Three or four cold calls yeah. a night to see if anyone wants she to calls. come send her to hell. Hi. Oh, this is Danielle Staub. Um, yes, I was just calling to inquire about <laughs> you sending me to hell. Would you be interested? Would you be so inclined to send me to hell? To come over and kill me and send me right to hell. Would you sell, send me straight to the pits of hell? I really need it tonight. It's easy. I would greatly appreciate it. I'd greatly appreciate it. And you would be compensated. You'd be handsomely compensated. Not by me. (laughs) By my associate, Danny. Why can't Danny send her to hell? He's on probation. Danny's also cursed. Yeah. He's also needs... Like, they're both bound for hell. Yeah. I think about the Preakness Diner once a day. We're going there. It pops into my head. Why is it named Preakness? We might be in New York at some point next year. That's true. Together, so at which point uh, I'm going to Jersey. We're going. We will be doing a live. Should we podcast live from the Preakness Diner? We'll just be. We'll just be there. So if you want to come, say hi. Send us to hell. Come send us to hell. (laughs) We'll be at the Preakness. But why is it called Preakness? And like, also, that's a funny name for a diner. It's all they're all Preakness fronts. This is the Preakness table. You want to come send me to hell? She, she I'll be at the, the Preakness table at the benefit. <laughs> um, no, never. <laughs> she's like talking to the family of the baby, and she's like, "If you feel like you at any point tonight in the night, I know you have a lot on your mind. I know you're tonight, really busy and very be, sad. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for about what you're going, going through. through. But at any point tonight, if you feel like coming over and sending <laughs> sending me right to hell, it would be amazing. Thank you so much." She calls Kim in the dead of night. She says, I'm not going anywhere, but if you want to send me to hell. Send me to hell. Uh, She also goes, do I feel, do I feel, she goes, what does she say? I I just need to play this. Because I can't, I can't. She's escalated the situation and has decided to send the police to Jacqueline's house to arrest Ashley. But prior to that decision. Technically, I think I'll let a judge decide on that. I do feel threatened by Ashley's behavior and her actions and her underlying messages. Most definitely. Most definitely. Her underlying messages were just that you look like a Grinch with a square tit. <laughs> you're going to hell. <laughs> you're going straight to hell. Ashley knows. Ashley knows exactly. She and Ashley, like, she secretly wants Ashley to send her to hell. She does. And Jacqueline is like, not my daughter. My not daughter her. will have no part of this. Because Jacqueline's like... My daughter has, I have reserved my family space in the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. My daughter has to be there for us all to, to get to, to get to heaven. And she will not be she sending, will not anyone, be to sending anyone to hell. Not today. Not, not you, life. Ashley. Not you, Ashley. Ashley, Don't you will it. not be sending anyone to hell. So we cut to Jacqueline and Teresa have like a lunch date at this like 
like a dark restaurant Ter- Teresa's just like there yeah <laughs> Teresa is kind of there this whole episode she's, she's yeah. just sitting Teresa's just like shocked this whole episode like looking around and is stunned by everything that's happening Jacqueline is like uh talk around the town is that Danielle is telling people that she's going to press charges against Ashley for like she's death sending threats. the police over to my house to arrest Ashley so they call Ashley's ass up and they're like could you come meet us at this restaurant terrible restaurant yeah. and Ashley's like yeah like I'm like 10 minutes away I'll be there in like 10 minutes I'll be there in like 10 minutes Ashley pulls up she has a Range Rover yeah which I didn't realize. doing well Ashley's doing great yeah she's fucking thriving no recession for Ashley I love that you're just like fuck you mom I'm moving out and I'm taking my Range Rover with yeah. me. New parents are like, she stole their car. Make sure you take the Range Rover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ashley's thriving. She shows up. Teresa's shocked at this whole back and forth, but is ultimately Team Ashley. I love watching Teresa eat soup. <laughs> she goes, "You just see her eating soup for a minute while they're waiting for Ashley," and she goes, "It's really good." <laughs> so Wait, also, Jacqueline says, supposedly. She is supposedly. Supposedly? Yeah. She was supposedly Ashley threatened Danielle. Supposedly? <laughs> supposedly. I, I totally missed that. She fully supposedly. Oh my God. It was really a classic moment. Well, parent. So Ashley comes and she explains the situation. Ashley's pretty honest about it. She's like, I think she probably construed something. I said that she was going to go to hell. And she probably is taking that as like a death threat. You just see Teresa's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Teresa loves it. And she apparently we learned that Danielle's been calling Ashley a whore. <laughs> Danielle's been saying Ashley's a whore and, and needs is to lose fat, fat in her arms. Which is rude. But it's so also mean. like, why are you both <clears throat> you both are babes for engaging in this like back oh, for and sure. forth? Ashley, I think, loves the attention she oh, gets yeah. from it because Danielle is so universally hated. Yeah. That she's getting like I love too that that's happening on Facebook because it's the perfect platform for this shenanigan. Well, have. later we have a moment with Ashley and Derek, and Ashley's fully living at Derek's. Yeah. He comes home and she's waiting there in her Uggs. Yeah. Like her she, Uggs that she's tucked her sweatpants into, which is a no no for no. me. Yeah, same. And like a Dallas Cowboys jersey. Well, she's from she her dad lives in Dallas. Oh, the plot thickens, okay. Mm-hmm. So Derek comes over and he's like she's like, Yeah, Danielle's like telling everyone that I'm like threatening to kill her. And Derek's like, Well, what makes you what why would she come up with that? And she's like, Well, I posted about it on my Facebook. And then she we learned that after she went, Jacqueline was like cut. Don't ever Engage. say anything about her ever again on social media don't do it you she's promise? like promise me now she's like yeah and then ashley literally goes home and posts Ash- danielle is telling everyone that i threatened to kill her and she wants to get a restraining order and then and derek comes home and derek is like he derek's goes, over it he's over ashley he's like i got in over my head with go this back. one I gotta, I gotta shift a blockbuster and yeah, i like we gotta break up or something like yeah. why did i ever tell her she could move in here she is living there yeah and he's like, why did you post that? And she's like, what? She's like, the people want to know. <laughs> they she's love like, her Facebook followers. Yeah. That are dying to know and engage over this content. She goes, Danielle gets like 200 people liking her stuff. I get like thousands of people. Ashley is a true Facebook terrorist. She is. Seems like her and Danielle both are, but Ashley really is. Yeah. But she's like, she's, she's like, I have a lot of fans on Facebook and they deserve to know what's happening in my life. The people want to know. The people want to know. And Derek's like, oh my God, you're in, just as insane as Danielle. Yeah. And I regret this. I hate this. This is the worst decision I ever made. They just look like 
it's like that oh it's just that bad girlfriend vibe and i've been this kind of girlfriend where you're like wait and then you're just there and you're like (laughs) it's like chill clothes and you're just the guy comes home and sits down you just like put a leg on him and you're like yeah (laughs) (laughs) like i truly did that when i was like 20 years old yeah i mean i've i think fuck this fuck this you're waiting this let's get pizza let's get pizza and you just eat like so much and you stop you're not really having sex anymore you're just like binging pizza together (laughs) like watching tv i mean he's in this moment he was like sweeter than i he was sweeter and actually had like a brain which was not clear from any previous interactions but he looks like he's in showered yeah it's just like not good this is a dark relationship like that dog was that Ashley's dog? <laughs> I don't like that dog at all. <laughs> and then Derek's mom. Comes the in, dogs like, are really. Oh. I think dogs are really indicative of like what kind of person you are. Then then Derek's mom. That's really true. And then Derek's mom comes in. She's like, "Oh, you're here again. Yeah, oh, great. I just got. I've got dinner on the table." And they go in, and there's like potpourri mm-hmm. and like on plates because she's all fucked up. She's fucked up, and <laughs> yeah. she is like to loosey goosey to like really tell ashley to like move the fuck out oh and ashley's like i'm having problems with danielle and she's like well why don't you just go and kill her <laughs> i mean stick a fork in her you're done am i right am i right want some wine why don't you just go kill her i know a guy jamie yeah i mean i, I mean ashley what what do you want me to say honey Honey, sometimes just you kill just, her. Just, ki- <laughs> just kill her, okay? Honey, just, just set her house on fire. Just get the job done. Just do it. Just get it over with. You'll be happy you did. Okay. <sighs> just, sometimes you just gotta do it. Not okay? in my house, though. Okay. But don't do it here. Don't do it no here. No drinking in the house. But just go do it. Stop waiting. What are you? Waiting this is what for? you've wanted. It's what you've always wanted. Derek's like mom. What the fuck? Derek's whole life is falling apart. Yeah. Ever since Ashley moved in, his mom's been blackout drunk, yeah. just like serving potpourri for dinner and telling Ashley to kill Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, just do it. He wears like leather flip flops. The dog is like chewing on them at one point, and I was like, <sighs> I don't want. Yeah, this. he probably wears like, like leather bracelets. Yeah, I don't like it. <sighs> Danielle um, takes oh Ashley does have a really good burn though where she's when she's talking to Jacqueline she goes I can't believe you guys were ever friends oof. and I was just like damn such hatred such hatred and you know that pisses Jacqueline off but totally. we get to one of the best scenes of this entire episode which Danielle is brings Danny to get a pinstripe suit <laughs> Danielle she takes him shopping not with not with her money no whose money his money oh love she's that. just directing him where to where to buy these expensive suits i think danny needs to i think it'll make him feel like less of a criminal if he's wearing pinstripe suits she is and maybe he'll be less inclined to say that word yeah i love instead of just asking him she's like let's go yeah she's trying to, to a like, store where you spend a lot of money on clothes that you don't really need and that will get you over that will, that will you make from you making stop gay slurs making gay slurs Cool. She's trying to like incept yeah. so many layers to this. So Danny and his like meathead friend John come, and Danielle's like, she goes. At one point, Danny's he he goes up and he's like, "Your Honor, you know, 
I did. Members of the journey, and, he, and then Daniel goes. We all know. We've all been there. We've all know what that's like to be I in a court. It. it was him. I didn't do it. It was him. What? I, we have all not been there. And they all start laughing, and I'm like, Oh my god! John's like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it, officer. Do it. It was him. It was him. So I'm Danielle like, has okay. been in many courts pointing fingers. Yeah. I'm Danielle like, probably has sent so many people to jail. Yeah. Danielle's going to get whacked someday. Yeah. That's just probably why she's on the show. Yeah. To like. To, so that people are documenting her at all times yeah. so that she doesn't get murdered. Yeah. That is I think why they allude she's on the to show. that. I think someone alludes to like. The guy who wrote the book about her. Her like ex. Yeah. I think he like alludes like I'm very surprised that she hasn't been killed. I mean. She basically said that she's been on the stand ratting someone else out. And I'm like, you don't do that and survive. That's like, why the Mantis don't like it. Unless you're Danielle Staub. That's why Caroline, because Caroline's like, I smell a rat. I, when I smell a rat, I smell a rat. Yeah. They Caroline, know what no a rat rats. looks like. No rats in the Manzo Lorita family. Mm-mm. So Dan- Danny Dina- is also insane. He like has no cognizance of how to be in the real world a free man no in he's the real like world. he's like morgan the, freeman and shawshank yeah like the <laughs> the shirt guy brings over like a blouse for danny to try on or like a shirt and danny like starts to like take his shirt off like prison style and danielle's like don't do that here go in the dressing room it's just like danny you're an ant he's an animal also him and danielle are fucking they're fully fucking and she like you don't 100%. take a man to go buy a suit and watch him try it on if you're not fucking him. He's in love with her. Yeah. He's he worships the ground she walks on. I worship that Worship that <laughs> I'm a stab disciple. He one time told John in his like Coke house. I'm a stab disciple. <laughs> I worship at the elder of Stab. <laughs> There's one woman for me and one woman only, and that's Danielle Stab. It's <laughs> <laughs> He loves her so much. <laughs> he loves her so I love he's just like fully an animal. Yeah. The pulling off your shirt in the middle of the yeah. store, I was like, oh my God. Like he has been incarcerated. Yeah. He forgets how the world works. Yeah. Um, so then Dina calls Danielle and D- and Danielle answers the phone and she goes, Hello? And she goes, Danielle, it's Dina. And then D- and she goes, Dina? Dina? Who is this? And then Dan- and then Dina's like she's doing her like Dan- Manzo. she's doing her Danielle thing where she's like oh I don't even think about you which I thought was funny yeah Danielle's totally- great at that she's in that twice in this episode who Danny Danny Pal- Danny Palmistano <laughs> <laughs> yes yes Dina. how many Dinas do you know she goes, hello hello it's Dina she goes I'm sorry. <laughs> I love Danielle's confusion. Whenever she's confused, it's you know it's a troll. A troll. It's all cal- every move she makes is completely calculated. Hello, but it's also but like it's in the moment. It's, it's stupid calculated. Yeah, it's, it's I. Well, no, it's it's every it's how can I hurt someone in this moment? Yeah, it is. What's the most hurtful thing I can do? And she just does it. Yeah, but then I guess that's why like hardened criminals feel good around her because then she'll show them a little bit of attention and it's like, wow, she's so mean to everyone. Mm-hmm. But to me, like she wants me to wear a suit. Yeah. Um, 
So Dina invites Danielle to come talk to her. And then Danielle calls her back and goes, are there going to be other people present or it's just going to be me and you? Because she's like, meet her. I don't. Danny's like, I'll be you there. Want me to be? I'll be there. We'll be there. She's Anything only going to be her you? and you or she bring in a crew. And she's like, what? No. No one's bringing a crew to the Chakra restaurant. Dina laughs. She goes, no, it's just going to be us, Danielle. <laughs> like, she what? thinks she thinks Dina's packing. She thinks Dina's gonna come <laughs> with and like, ambush her <laughs> with like a crew of people that are gonna murder her in a restaurant. What she's, life have you lived? She's if, so excited because tonight could finally be the night that she's, <laughs> she's sent to sent hell. Straight to hell. From Chakra. So then we cut to Caroline's having the whole clan over. The the Judices, the Loritas. I know. She's she goes, Have you finished the mozzarella? Does someone cut the mozzarella? Mozzarella. God, I just want to be invited to like a huge Jersey Italian dinner. Who's um, going to do it? Who? Well, if I still lived in Jersey. I know. But I'm not Italian. I know. I'm Irish. <sighs> Sorry. The Irishman. The Irish- <laughs> Irishman. You are the Irishman. I am. So then Danielle, Caroline's like, Dean is going to meet Danielle, and I'm, I, I think she's crazy for doing it, but, you know, not in my control. I told her she was nuts. Dean has chosen to not go to this delicious dinner and instead go to Chakra, which I need to know if that restaurant is still around. Caroline's punishing her. I'm obsessed with Chakra. All like, these restaurants are gone. Luna, opening, like, who Lua. would go to Jersey and be like, I really want to open, like, a love and light, like, holistic new age lounge jersey would be the best place to do that yeah chakra I mean, or maybe it was maybe it was made up for the it's permanently closed every restaurant in the show in the season is permanently closed yeah they're all like they've all been up open for like two months <sighs> i'm sad i know chakra seemed promising chakra and paramus <laughs> to close there was a there was a post about it chakra closing in paramus through the years Chef Tom Zizix, renowned American restaurant Chakra in Paramus, is closing. The last meal and cocktails will be served August 31st. Was it this year that it closed? Uh, 2019. Oh, my God. It's bittersweet, Zizix says. You don't ever say it's a good thing a restaurant is closing. I'm glad we're opening a new restaurant. Okay. Okay, another so tax good. shelter. Um, <clears throat> Money launder. So... Caroline and Dina or Dina and Danielle are racing down the highway in, yeah. in their respective cars. Danielle's flooring it. Danny calls her <clears throat> to see if she's doing okay. He's like, you okay? And she's like, I'm okay. I'm, I'm a little nervous. He's like, I'm here. I'm here right now. And then they just cut to like a he's shot of the bushes. In the parking lot. In the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they make it seem like he's, he's, he's talking from the bushes outside Chakra. Danny truly just doesn't have anything better to no. do than Danielle's bidding. He wants to go back to jail. Also, it's like, if you're on parole, you probably should not be filmed, like, waiting in the bushes like no. as a backup also, muscle for someone. I think Danny was just arrested again for, like, beating a woman. He was just arrested, like, this past week, I yeah, think. For stalking and beating someone. You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> Danny... No. Not the Danny. Not that Danny I know. Palazzano. No, D- Danny Palazzano? Danny Palazzano? Yeah. Get out of here. The messed out Danny that we were both <laughs> hanging out with like two days ago. In his home that smells like whiskey and fireplace. Yeah. Total. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> exactly. That cold, 
He doesn't have heat. No. We use the fireplace in this house. Use the fireplace. I'll cook you up a hot dog. It's a hunting lodge. We got hot dogs cooking in the back, boiling on water. Then they cut to and John's John's frying up hot dogs. He goes, you like them charred or what? Yeah. He cooks them up really. (laughs) Danielle comes in and goes, "Mm." (laughs) mmm. Danielle eats it sexily in front of Danny. Oh, I love hot dogs. Oh, hot dogs are my favorite. And then Danny goes, or Danielle goes talking about Dina. I believe that I see kindness, more kindness. <laughs> I believe that I see more kindness in Dina than the other woman. Oh, yeah, she did. I caught the woman this time. Um, <laughs> I wrote, I think Danny's waiting in a bush. <laughs> Danny is truly, like, he terrifies me. So we cut back to Caroline's and Ashley's t- talking about, she's, she drops Cat out of the bag and she tells everyone that she's been harassing danielle she goes i said that she needs to fix her square tit and that she looks like the grinch and everyone starts cracking up and caroline goes you know ashley say what you will about ashley but she's always honest caroline loves ashley like she hates her for what she puts jacqueline through but she really loves her deep down she also goes caroline's like uh she was coming from a sincere place. She's defending a family. I was like, what kind of rationale is this that? This isn't defend. You don't defend your family by like harassing she- someone on Facebook. What she said, she was wrong. But the place she was coming in was sincere. I was like, what is this? F- You're. I can't. You guys all have like really warped values. You're all brain worms. Yeah. And then and then they start talking about. Um, <laughs> Chris Caroline tells everyone, Gal- she goes. You're involved in a text war. Don't get involved. <laughs> okay, cool advice. Yeah. And then Joe. Oh, well, then, then Chris is like, so he says that Danny called him a faggot, and then and then and then Joe's like, oh, that's great. They go, Joe, you'll love this. When because I guess last season Joe called Chris a gay lord, and it really pissed Danielle. No, off. he called the dancing instructor a gay lord. Oh, they okay. went salsa dancing, and he called him a gay lord. And Danielle went, don't say that in front of me. There will be no more of that. There'll in front be no of more me. of that because Dan- Danielle had a really dark gay friend named Danny on. I think maybe we a seen- different Danny. Yeah. Oh. Who looked unwell? Yeah. Um. Joe's wearing a little chili pepper necklace tied tightly around his neck that I could not take my eyes off of. You loved it. I loved it. You're, it, it was a you're jaun- aroused by Judas. It was a jaunty little chili pepper. <laughs> like you, I screen grabbed it and will share. It was truly. His style is epic. He's he's, but then he, but then Teresa goes. What my hus my husband does not use gay slurs. He was just simply stating that he was gay. <laughs> she goes. My has what, Danny what? said. Calling Chris a faggot. That's a gay slur. Look it up in the look dictionary. it up in the dictionary, girlfriend. What I what my husband said was just a saying a gay man was gay. And then Joe goes. Joe says something like, you know, I've really been, I've been thinking a lot about it. Like he was saying like something like, I really learned a lot. Okay. No, no, no. He was like saying it in like a. Oh, like, like a sarcastic like, way. Oh, yeah. I'm really thinking about it a lot. Oh man. I was like, fuck all of you. You guys get with the program. Dina walks in. Daniel's, she, she walks in. She goes, I'm to shock her. And she goes, I'm meeting someone. And she goes, oh, come with me. And then Danielle's already sitting there at the lounge. And then they get up and Daniel goes, you hungry? And Dina goes, no. No. I'm not eating. She says, this won't take long. I just have a few things to say, which is like, you're already coming in hot and aggressive. Also, Danielle's, 
I kind of, I know Danielle's is total like reprehensible person, but I had a moment of like, oof, when she was like, are you hungry? Cause she truly, that was an earnest, like Danielle was ready to have like dinner. Yeah. Like I was like embarrassed. I was, I felt like, I oof. felt bad for her. I did too. In this moment, I felt like she was completely alone. Yeah. And I felt like, oh, like, like she was she's like, going to leave. Down. She was like, thought they were going to sit down and have dinner and maybe a little girl talk and like, ha- like, and it was not like that. Cause at the end of the day, Danielle just wants to desperately be ac- accepted by all these people. Yeah. She wants to feel a part of something. And this is the only way she can feel a part of it is by, by making herself their like object of their. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Cause at least she's still like in their, thoughts that was painful it was and i just feel bad for her she's really hurt so she immediately is like she goes on the defensive any earnestness she had is like out the window her eyes turn like her pupils dilate yeah she's ready and she just she has danny's number (laughs) like on speed dial ready to like push the code but she and dina go at it yeah and at one point dina shushes her and she goes don't shush me she goes next time oh no 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 she goes next time you shush me expect me to speak louder <laughs> love that louder louder and then we can to be continued which also would like the continuation of this is like dina says two more sentences and then like leaves she goes, you're cuckoo cuckoo <laughs> and then danielle goes don't you call me that but i love that next time you sh- expect me to speak louder, louder louder like clam chowder mm-hmm. danielle is a true queen she's great tv she's fabulous tv she's, she's a great she's a, one of the true ogs of she this. brings it she and brings then it. next week we i think we get the stripper pole scene J- jacqueline confronts danielle's sex tape partner oh my god yeah and she says what she actually she says what i think you did to danielle was disgusting love that yeah sisterhood yep Anyway, what does she say? Something and then suggest. Engage Engage and then suggest. And then suggest. And then Kim G goes on the poll. My queen. My (laughs) My fucking queen. My queen takes to the poll. Yeah. Uh, So much more to come. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. Midway through, kind of. Kind of. I think there's 18 episodes. Oh, shit. So we're like a quarter of the way no we're a third of the way through okay but you know what i love a long journey love it so pack your bags because you've got a lot more left and uh follow carrie follow me at ecario follow me at lars marie join patreon join patreon it's a good deal five dollars a month gets you bonus episodes love and light love and light bitch love and light bitch and i'll see you in hell bye love and light bitch send you to hell Send me to hell. (laughs) Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.